0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and the interview subject I have coming up for you is Vince Contarino. Vince is the frontman for the Led Zeppelin Masters. They are performing in the Sydney Opera House on January 3rd and 4th, 2019. That's the reason for the conversation, but it's fair to say Vince and I cover a lot of other ground as well. Really hope you enjoy this conversation, because I certainly did. Here he is, Vince from Led Zeppelin Masters.
1: I just had to. I just had to hand it, uh, hang up on Andrew Treville from a magazine because we were going on too long. <laughs> <laughs> I but don't... that's all right. He's a he's an old mate of mine. I said I'll call him back after you. I didn't want to hold you up.
0: Oh, there you go, mate. Well, I don't blame him for wanting to talk to you about this show here because uh, look, I must. I, I'm a long time covers musician, so I'm in my forties.
1: Oh, you old man, you...
0: Look, it's a bit like that, isn't it? But look, the point is, I've been (laughs) around long enough to see a lot of people come and go and a lot of people to to try and to attempt what you've been doing. Now, I've looked online, I've seen the YouTube videos, and what you're doing is extraordinary as a vocalist. So I hope people give you that feedback. thanks,
1: man. Oh, that's oh,
0: wonderful. Thank you. Because it's... You've got... You've done... And the reason why it's extraordinary, I won't, won't, won't just be blasé about it, the reason why I think it's extraordinary is this, okay? Yes, you've got the Led Zepp vocal down pat, okay? But you also bring mm-hmm. your own... Your own timber and tone to things. So I'm going to start off with a rather unusual question for you, okay? Because I know we're here to talk about mm-hmm. the uh, the Led Zepp Master Series that you'll be playing at the uh, Opera House. I think it's in January, isn't it? But...
1: Mate, we can talk about whatever we
0: want. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I was right. thinking, look, I know being Australian, we have to punch well above our weight when it comes to um, competing with um, bands from Europe and also North America. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, is that to get noticed, you really have to be exceptional at your craft, and you are. So here's my question. Foreigner have Kelly Hansen? has Kelly Hansen these days. Yes, Journey he's, has... he's wonderful. He's, he's extraordinary, isn't he? He's really done a fantastic oh, yeah. job.
1: I oh, yeah. oh, oh, would respect to
0: the man. Wonderful. And and you could probably understand the pressure that he was under when he first joined. Oh. But I think a fellow who was under even more pressure was Arnel Pineda from Journey. Uh, okay. yeah, No, I'm not aware. I'm not aware of this gentleman. No. He's, um, well, in, in a similar manner, if you like, to Kelly, he's had to come in and fill extraordinarily big boots. And he hasn't. Yes. he hasn't expanded on the legacy, but he's paid extraordinary tribute to it, and he's done a great honour. So here's my question for you after all of that is, Mm -hmm. mate, you must have had a lot of people knocking at your door saying, come over here, I want you to do this. I'm thinking bands like Skid Row, you know, bands of that ilk. Has somebody ever come knocking in the past and said, Vince, we need you?
1: No. Not really. Uh, I do recall, though, many years ago, uh, having a chat in Melbourne with a fella called Andy Sisson, who is musical director for Billy Joel and has done it for Shania Twain. He's an Adelaide boy. He hmm. lives in New York now. And uh, we sort of caught up with him on tour. Uh, this is like 1988, right? Yeah. I was sitting at the Dipl- uh, in the Diplomat Hotel and um, uh, Andy was going, did, did, you, did you get a call from Roger Davies? Roger Davies was uh, um, Olivia Newton-John's um, Olivia Newton-John's uh, manager, and who was also working now. Then, uh, now please don't. Uh, uh, you can quote me as saying I'm not sure. Uh, it was it, I don't know. There was a guitar player called Vinny Vincent, I, but From I Kitson. may have got. It. Uh, or Randy Rhodes. Now, I'm oh, yeah. only getting <laughs> these two names mixed up because of the alliteration thing there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and I can't remember who it was, but it was of that ilk. Of that ilk, saying they were looking for a singer, and we rang up your guitar player to, because he knew him, to get your details. Have you done it? And I'm there, no, I haven't, I haven't heard any of it. And my guitar player was sitting next to me there, hey. This, yeah. what did not you tell me that goes, I oh, oh, I didn't want to lose my I didn't want to lose my singer. <laughs> and I'm, what? I'm was... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. it, and 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 I could remember going Oh Robert, what have you done? Yeah <laughs> And I'm Andy, don't worry about it, it's all right. But it taught me about it taught me about one thing, never to trust this guitar player. <laughs> Oh, that's, are, you, oh, that, that's horrible, isn't it,
0: mate? It's not. It's not. It's, it's very unkind, actually. That's what that is, as far as I'm uh, concerned. It's horrible
1: because they had that. Someone done that to me, going, "Oh, look, your drum I'm there, mate! Bloody oath! I'll even pay for the plane fare to get him over there. What a yeah. wonderful opportunity!" But you know, hey, forces for courses. But having said that, I haven't. But I've had the I've had the privilege of singing in a band with uh, Joe Walsh. Uh, in the Party Boys. I've sung for John Lord. I did uh, his concerto and we uh, played with the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra here as well. So I got Mm -hmm. to work with John Lord. Uh, You know, so those things I found uh, wonderful. Uh, But I can't recall any band really asking me to sing or anything for them. So,
0: Mm -hmm. no, mate. It
1: looks like I'm just... Must it's under the radar there.
0: <laughs> your, your, your destiny is with Led Zepp. Now let me ask you this, then, because I'm a, I'm a bassist in a covers band. Okay, so people generally leave me alone unless they're drunk, which which is often as you, know, <laughs> the Punishers out uh, there, you know. But mate, you must. Do you cop it from the Punishers? You know, oh Robert Robert Plant does it like this, and not really understanding how difficult it is, what you're doing, but having. Because they've listened to the album a thousand times plus uh, in their head. Do they come up to you and not, do that? No,
1: not really. You know, look, it, look we've been, I've been doing it for 32, almost 33 years. So if there are any comments, it would be more like the ones you come across online. Okay. Uh, not people that have said it personally to you or like people saying, actually, man, you don't sound... Anything like Robert Plant? He doesn't sing the songs like that. And uh, I'm, I'm, it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree. I actually, I don't think I do sound like Robert Plant. I, I, I actually, am singing the song from a different perspective, I want to sing all the notes, those mm. high notes that he hits.
0: Yeah, you get that And
1: I and I want and I want to give the tenderness. Where it's tender and I want to give the excitement where it's exciting and where it's uh, like warbled and muffled like in things like it can bring it on home and stuff like that i want to, I want to create that atmosphere so I'm more into creating that that feel and atmosphere rather than uh impersonating it or you know something like you know, uh, like descending to be Elvis, or you know,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. You know, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't want that because that makes a mockery of it, yes. and it's open, it Great. leaves it open to ridicule. I really want to do the, the the right thing in my. I want to get that excitement, that energy, and that exhilaration, or whatever it is in that. Oh, is it sexy? Or if it you know, like that? Uh, all of my love, you know. I want to see it. And tender, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's my main thing. And when people say, Oh, you close your eyes and you think it was, I know it's not, but that's what I want to achieve because I know that's people's way of saying you're doing it for me.
0: Yeah, you definitely are. That's, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that, that's that's what I want to create uh, more than anything. And I know that if I was impersonating uh, Robert Clark, uh, it would. Start to become, uh, you know, uh, you know. uh, Well, that's just silly. Uh, I would feel silly, and I wouldn't feel like an artist anymore. And so, therefore, the relevance of uh, bringing these uh, emotions—well, you've lost it because now it's just about having tongue in cheek. And God, can you imagine having to put up with a singer pretending to be Robert Plant for two hours when you love that music so much? I, I, I'd get pissed off, Andrew. I, I wouldn't I like it. You. I don't like it. Yeah. No, nah, it's it's disrespectful. And I know some people actually don't find it like that. They prefer, like some people have said, no, no, I, I like the banker that dress up and look like it. Well, you can see, you know, they probably buy the Playboy magazines to look at the pictures, not read the articles. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I know what you you're and saying. I, we
1: always read the articles, Andrew. We, mate, we scenes, do. We? Yeah, we
0: do, mate. Don't worry about it, especially when El McPherson was in it back in 1994. Mate, I just read the articles that, that on that issue there in particular. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're it, saying, and and it actually, I'm so glad you say that because your performance—not that it reminded me of, but it's in the same vein in terms of your approach to the performance as the way Adam Lambert approaches taking Freddie Mercury's wonderful songs to an audience in Queen.
1: Oh thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I, that's just one of the most beautiful things I've heard.
0: Beautiful. I
1: can't stand impersonators. And when I see people singing uh, Queen, I don't like it. But he is the real deal. Yeah. yeah. He's not pretending to be Freddie. The guy is He's doing what is... And, you know, uh, like when the people mocked Paul Rogers for doing Queen, I loved it because he was being himself, mm. singing great songs. But when and um, Lambert comes along, mate, wow. He's a, he's a force of nature.
0: Yeah, he's a superstar. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, like a lot of people, I've got to say I was sceptical at first because Queen are a band that are very close to my heart, being probably the first rock band that I ever truly adored. So with yeah. Freddie's irreplaceable. We all know that. Probably the greatest rock vocalist and frontman of all time in my view. Oh. But but, uh, but but you've you've done something similar with what you're doing. I mean you're not trying to replace, you're paying tribute in your own way by being yourself and interpreting the songs the way that you choose. And I think Adam's done the same thing.
1: Yeah. And you know, Andrew, I grew up uh, playing the pubs uh, in mm. Australia. Touring and touring and touring long before the Zet Boys ever started, right? I was a pretty well road-hardened musician before uh, Zet Boys came along, and the craft you learn as a frontman in Australian pubs and standing your ground and uh, in places where people are completely maggoted, and if you're not, you know, if you're playing in Cabramatta and you're you show and you know, uh, an inkling of weakness, they're going to swallow you up. Uh, So (laughs) you've got to be intense and you've got to stay true to your form. Now, when you come to do something like Zeppelin all those years later and you're out in front of a crowd and it's in an Aussie pub, those skills you learnt as a frontman do not leave you. Yes. And uh, so you, there is a certain element of strength and confidence in the way you portray yourself, but at the same time, you cannot lose uh, the quality and nature of the music, whether it's delicate, whether it's sexy, you know, the bluesiness of it. You've still got to transport that, but at the same time, you've got to stand your ground. Now, if you impersonate, you lose your mojo. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going lose my right hook for nobody. Mm-hmm. I want when i going to slam dunk, mate. That's going to be that coming from the Australian pubs, mate. <laughs> when I go to the UK and all of my stages, and I'm singing, I'm fucking Aussie, man. Yeah. And because I learnt my craft there, and I've worked with people like Clarence like, Hood or Stevie uh, Man, Joe Walsh. what marshals. Yep. We've got to find a way of being powerful and masculine and not losing our voice and consistent night after night after night because this fucking agency are sending us out seven nights a week. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I and know, And we've yeah. got to still pound it out. So we to learn these skills. So the, the, the skills uh, and the mindset that you have as a road warrior do not leave you. And that is very important. And that comes out.
0: Yeah, so I yeah, I can tell. Yeah, I can actually tell because I mean I've been doing it about ten, fifteen years or so. But I come from—it's yeah. fair to say I come from a different era, growing up through the '90s, and I've only really been performing live in the uh, post-new the new millennium. But I could really yeah, tell yeah. from your performance that you've—you've you've come up through the '70s and the '80s, because it's that—it's that battle-hardened. It's not that you're staring down the crowd, but you have the crowd in the palm of your hand and you're making sure yep. that they're engaged. Now, that's a crucial thing yes. for a front man to be able to do. And you just... Man, yep. you just don't bloody see it these days around town, do you? It's more about the ego and getting up there and, oh, I can do it. I can play Kings of Leon and kill yeah. and all this bullshit. And, you're...
1: and I want to get these guys and go, boys, come here, come here,
0: yeah. come here.
1: It's okay. You... you... Can be yourself. I, I really believe some of these people de- develop into these animals because they think that's what they have to do. Because what they are doing is reproducing what the magazine and the film clip said. Mm-hmm. That, but that is just a superficial bit. The depth you don't see. And the depth comes from where, what we just talked about. And, and But they feel like they've got to do this. And, and the more they do that, the more they dilute themselves. So to command a crowd means that you have to keep your eyes open and be aware. And from the years and years and years and years and years of doing it, it doesn't come, it, you know, you don't get on the stage and say, listen, don't fuck with me because I'm going to hug you. It mm. comes from boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here for you. Mm. Relax. Yes. Everything's okay. Yes. Everything is okay tonight. You sit and enjoy and we're going to do it for you. So relax and it's for you. And it can't, I, I feel confident about doing that. Whereas if I did that 30 oh, 40 years ago, I, I wouldn't get away with it because I wouldn't have the skills or the mindset to do it mm-hmm. and I'd get eaten alive.
0: So how have you, how have you felt you – look, I've seen a picture of you, mate. You, you've, you're bloody in shape. You've kept yourself fit and strong and healthy. How, I how do. Have,
1: After you, I'm going to go to the gym, man.
0: <laughs> but how, how, have you, how have you found the energy to do that? Because I assume you've got family commitments and professional commitments as well. And I, I spoke to Mike Howe from Metal Church just yesterday about the same thing because he's in the same boat, isn't he? Yep. He looks fit. And he was saying yoga, but what about you, mate? It doesn't look like you've succumbed to alcohol and all of the rest of the temptations that are out there.
1: Look, uh, I, uh, I'm, I am blessed. I, I, I'm able to survive off my music. I am not one of these people that has to keep working. Uh, I like to, I, 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 I like to squirrel away. If I work, I'll put stuff away so I can, I'm, I'm not interested in, uh, fortune. I, I don't care. I want to be able to eat, sleep, And have a wonderful well-being where I I can appreciate my life. So I actually don't do that much, but sing, play, train, eat. So I I, uh, look at my time schedule and I manage my energy. And I'm almost, look, I'm 59. So Mm -hmm. I, uh, I look at... Not wasting my energy doing running around like a blue ass fly from here to there, to here to there, and this and that, blah blah, blah wasting valuable energy on very little gains. So no, I, I I'm pretty disciplined. I'm scheduled. I conserve my energy to train. Uh, I, I, if I had a nine to five, I I would look like every other bloody fifty nine year old.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I it's don't. Hard, yeah.
1: I, so I, 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 try, I, I look at myself and I'm going to live like an athlete. And uh, my, my day starts I, I get up yeah, at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'll spend about four or five hours singing, playing guitar, writing songs because I always write. Mm-hmm. I've always written, and it's something I do. Uh, uh, and, and then I'll go to the gym, and then I'll come home, I'll eat, and then I'll sleep. Okay. And then I'll wake up, I'll do a little bit of business blah, 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 then I'll eat. Then I'll play a little bit of guitar and watch a movie, then I'll sleep. Very, very minimal, minimal, minimal. So there. Is, I, I, and I need to say this because it's wrong that people feel like, wow, I'll never be able to do it. Well, you can if you allow the time.
0: Yeah, that's it. Uh, yep.
1: And not waste it here and there. Because, uh, in fact, uh, look, I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of these poor bastards that got polio back in the 60s. Oh, I got right. polio when I was... Uh, so I'm, I'm, I was crippled at a young age and polio actually takes away, took away about 50% of my motor neurons. So I suffer from chronic fatigue when I go over the limit, which means I'm actually behind the eight ball.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: yeah. in, oh, I'm behind the eight ball all the time. So, but it's made me, let's, let's not look at it like a uh, disease. Let's look at it like. For the rest of your life, you're only able to earn $200 in. That's it, mate. It doesn't matter how much you fucking work. That's all you got. Hmm. So I have to look at that $200 and I have to spend it on cocaine and alcohol? Oh, no. Hmm. <laughs> I've got to spend that on my uh, r- the roof over my head, the food on my table, and whatever shoes I need to buy. That is what I do. And that's how I look at my energy levels. So, uh, you know, uh, I've got a disease that uh, has done this to me. So I look at, I will use my time uh, and use it correctly to get the most out of it. And it's been a blessing because Hmm. I get more out of what my 50% than some people do with their 100%. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can see. and,
1: And that's because they waste it. Can you imagine what these people these, some of these people can do? Oh my god when I look at it it's like oh god if you did get the right thing you guys would all you'd all be wearing capes you'd all be fucking superheroes.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I think a lot of people don't understand that life to a great extent is a results based business meaning that you are the yeah. consequence of your actions.
1: Yeah oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: And don't get me wrong I love my red wine. I'll have a drink in here and there, but you know what? I won't do it if I've got gigs coming up, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In fact, for the Sydney Opera House, as soon as it hits December 10, right, uh, I every day will sing that repertoire at the top of my lungs. So I can, uh, by the time it gets to the 3rd and 4th of January, I've got that voice humming. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. to sing Led Zeppelin, I need to change my voice. I need to get rid of my baritone. That's the you know the Elvis Presley sure. voice in me. Yeah. I, I, I lose that, uh, and so I lose my bottom register, but my upper register increases by you know a tone, maybe a tone and a half,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I don't have right now as we speak. There you so go. I don't look yeah. at it. No, I no, yeah. I haven't got it. Uh, so so there you go. If I was invited to sing some of Zeppelin songs, like oh I can't sing it. Sorry guys, I'm not your guy. But if you uh, if you train correctly and you sing correctly, you might find, oh, fuck, I can't do it. Geez, mm. I can't sing like Elvis at the same time either. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, tra- it's different weights, you know? Uh, yep. Training for different events.
0: Look, I really admire the, the, the energy and the enthusiasm you have for life above everything else, mate, I've got to tell you. you know, 59 years of age, to uh, you, you've you led a, a meaningful life from what I can determine during this 20-minute conversation here because uh, very few people have a lot to show for themselves individually when they get to that point, to be quite frank, and it's, it is quite sad, but we live in the Western... sit we live in... You know, this wonderful Western civilization with so many opportunities, but people choose to piss it away and take drugs and just be an idiot about things mm. rather than focusing like what you've done. And you've already said, you you, mm. you were behind the eight ball and you took the bull by the bloody horns and went, fuck this, excuse my language, I am i don't care. A bit like Lemmy, you know, born uh, yeah. to lose, live to win. You know, like that whole <laughs> attitude. <laughs> yes. yeah.
1: I love that saying.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh,
1: all, yeah. All, all, all that saying in uh, Shawshank Redemption, you can get busy living, Or you can get busy dying. Yes, yeah. You know? And it's for everybody. Everybody. And uh, musicians take note. You can only be as good as your genetics and your intellectual capacity will allow. Uh That's all you can do. You know, when it comes to those guitar riffs or those vocal phrasings, and to a certain degree, the range you have. It's, there's a genetic limit, but there is no limit to stop you to connect with people. And that is the most important thing. If you take your music and your artistic skills to, where, to, to exactly where as far as you can take them, and then you project that onto the people for the reasons... I, I said this in an audience... Uh, to a, in an interview the other day. I mean, when, when we're on stage, we're little drops and we're actually observing the ocean. That's the, uh, that's the audience. Mm. I don't want to be a drop. I want to be the fucking ocean. <laughs> I, I, wanna be, I, wanna, I don't want to be a drop man. So everything that you do is geared to be part of the ocean. And so as soon as you forget about that, you become the bigger part. And, oh, my God, you get all this energy from everybody out there. And everything, everything is good. Everything is bad. Everything is real. Everything is fantasy. And it's just like you're everything. And you get this this artistic inspiration and push. It just keeps you going. So don't try to be fucking Mr. Uh, you know, a Steve Bye on guitar or any band, whoever I mean, hmm. you are, and share it with the people because at the end of the day, that's what they don't want any of your there. Give it to them, and and then that's when they become real, and that's when you love the uh, performances the most because you're getting something real, even if it's a cover. It's, it, a ah, cover, mother mate. A friend of mine the other day said he, he records all the time he goes beat. Every time we record an album, then we go out and play it. We just cover bands of ourselves anyway.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right.
1: You see, he goes, you know, I use those use those in the studio. I sang it that way. I wrote it that way. But when we go on the road, it's different anyway. And I think, well, oh, that did it. He goes, me covers on their cells. He goes, covers, original, what a load of crap. Just get out there and share the joy and the love and everything. Hmm. That's what it's about.
0: Indeed it is, yeah. Mate, I better leave it there. Thank you so much for the conversation. One final question, mate. We've talked about a lot. Of- You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that conversation featured Vince Condorino from the Led Zeppelin Masters Show. Thank you so much for listening.